Hello, this is Truth Matters with Terry McCarthy. <sighs> I've been thinking a lot about finding holiness in the mundane. Um, I hate folding laundry. And don't even get me started on putting dishes up. I don't like monotonous work, like making my bed every morning, or going to the grocery store, putting gasoline in the car, or even showering sometimes. Don't you ever find personal hygiene to be so monotonous? I've always struggled with routine. That's why teaching was such a great job for me. It's cyclical, but not routine. Every day we could do something different, mix it up a little bit. And if I, as the teacher, wanted to fly off the radar screen a bit, it was okay, because I knew where we were going, I had a clear objective, and I was free to take routines a little differently and make them fun, have a different pace. You know, make routines unroutine-ish. But routines are mundane. Daily tasks can be very monotonous. And I hate repetition. I took piano lessons for four years, and I still can't play the scales. Mundane things take a lot of energy and a lot of discipline. I'm not a big fan of self-discipline. There have been times in my life, especially in recent years, where I covered up my big pile of lazy slothfulness with a tarp I like to label depression. Oh, I'm depressed. Or, I have the blues today. I'd use this excuse so that others would back off and not expect too much out of me or from me. Daryl, could you go to the grocery store this week? I'm really struggling with being down right now and I just don't feel like it. My heartfelt apologies to those who truly do struggle with depression. It's wrong of me to use that term to cover up my simple laziness. When I allow this kind of slothfulness to take over, I don't answer the phone, I don't like to get the mail, I don't even usually leave the house. Everything just seems like so much effort. How do I know I'm not clinically depressed? Well, because if it's something I want to do, I miraculously get off my big rear and do it with great zeal and enthusiasm. There's a big difference between chemically imbalanced depression and plain old, I just don't feel like doing it. The first is a real medical condition, and the second, for me, is just laziness. I know because I'm a lazy girl. Kathleen Norris has written a book called A CD and Me, and she nails me in that book. She pins me right up against the wall. A CD is not a word we use in common, modern, everyday English. I had to look it up, and I had no idea what it actually meant. Was it a town in Maine? Was it an exotic spice from the Far East? Is it some kind of cricket? You know, I just didn't know what that meant. But Norris explains it very clearly, creatively, and in great depth. Sadly, in defining the word, Norris actually begins to describe me. Reading the book, it is as if Kathleen Norris has been a secret guest in my home and watched me slothfully excuse my way out of life, out of living a productive and meaningful life. I feel she exposed me to the whole world. Thanks a lot, Kathleen Norris. Acedia is a thief we allow into our lives. It's an attitude that we cloak with other, more sympathetic names. But the bottom line is, Acedia is sin, one of the seven deadly. And in my opinion, it's actually one of the deadliest. Lust, 
Not a real problem for me. Greed, not so much. Envy, nah. Pride, okay, sometimes. Wrath, occasionally. Gluttony, don't get me started on that. But sloth or acedia, yeah, that's mine. Especially when it comes to repetition, routine, and the things that are mundane. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm just not wired that way. I'm more of the artistic type. Can't help the way I'm designed, right? Oh, give me a break. I've made every excuse in the book. In the letter to Colossians, Paul writes, Whatever you do, in word or deed, do it all, everything, in the name of the Lord, giving thanks. Paul, why do you have to put such a prolific why did he have to be such a prolific writer? And why did he have to say things like that? Because that is really a tough scripture to deal with when you've got acedia. The only cure for acedia is discipline. Hardcore, good old-fashioned discipline. And you'd think I know that by now with my intense uh, love for all things Richard Foster, including his best-selling book, Celebration of Discipline. But I've gotten off track. It is the life in the United States, maybe, and my suffering from acedia because of the ease in Zion. I've never struggled so much spiritually as I have while living in the United States. Wealthy, no needs, consumer towns, self-reliant, self-absorbed. I mean, for pity's sakes, I live in Johnson County, Kansas. Maybe acedia is a disease of the middle-class American who is obsessed with feeling good, being entertained, anesthetizing oneself out of any pain. When we as the United States have a motto, if it feels good, do it, then might our other motto be the unspoken, if it doesn't feel good, don't do it? Acedia is my sin, and the only anti-serum for this sin is spiritual discipline. It's me opening up my heart, my mind, and my soul to the living God and inviting Him in to the most mundane tasks of my life and celebrating His love and beauty in the most monotonous of tasks. Chopping onions for chili? Praise the Lord! Folding two weeks of laundry? Worship the living God by thanking Him for all those clothes when other people don't even have enough. Going to the grocery store? Hallelujah! My arms and legs, they are fully functioning. And I have a car to drive. This is something absolutely holy. When we take the mundane, Lay it at the feet of Jesus and say, I worship you in the most monotonous of tasks. The sheer discipline of routine and inviting the Holy Spirit into these monotonous chores creates in me a right attitude, but it also exercises my spirit man to see God's hand and grace in all things. Jesus said, love your neighbor as you love yourself. And Kathleen Norse writes, showering, shampooing, brushing your teeth, making your bed, taking a multivitamin, going for a daily walk. As unremarkable as these things seem, they are actually acts of self-respect. They are actually part of loving yourself. They enhance the ability to take pleasure in oneself and in the world. So I like to think in caring for myself, I can better care for others. That should be my motivation. For me, the greatest weapon against acedia is to get my rear off the couch, put down that remote control, turn off the internet, and hit my knees. Through prayer, worship, Bible reading, and doing all the mundane tasks of life with great joy as unto the Lord, 
I can stop the sin of acedia in my life. And as, as Kathleen Norris has helped me understand, I can begin to see clearly again and reclaim my life through ordinary mundane acts. There is indeed holiness in the most mundane. Well, that's it for today's podcast. I hope you're having a wonderful, not monotonous day. I hope you'll join me tomorrow on Truth Matters with Terry McCarthy. Please leave a comment. Give me a thumbs up or a thumbs down. I would love to hear your response. And if you'd like to read this podcast, it's available on Terry McCarthy blah, blah, blog, Finding Holiness in the Mundane. I'll put a link in the description section. Thanks. Have a great one and God bless.